Hello, friends. Welcome to Resting Church Face, a podcast. I am your host, Amanda Allen, and this is episode 25. And this week, we'll be talking about some podcasts that I think you should be listening to. So sit back, relax, get out your notes app on your phone so you can make a list, and let's get started. So I am pretty picky about the podcasts that I listen to. There are certain things that will immediately make me not listen to a podcast. And here are the things that I can't stand. One, mouth noises. <laughs> if I can hear saliva of any form rolling around in someone's mouth, or if they swallow excessively, or if they're eating while they're talking, I'm immediately out. Nope, can't do it. My second podcast pet peeve is when someone continually mispronounces a word. And for me, the word that almost, it's always this word, <laughs> it's especially. If someone puts an X and they say especially, I just... I feel my insides curl and I just feel like I want to take them by the shoulders and just say, I don't know who hasn't loved you enough in your life to tell you that there's no X and especially who, who hasn't told you this. There's also no X and espresso. I just, you know, not to get on a rabbit trail, but I just feel like it's the same thing as if I had a piece of food stuck in my teeth. I would want someone to tell me that if I am mispronouncing a word, I want someone to be like, hey, that's not the way you say it. So I mean it when I say, if, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you have heard me say a word incorrectly, pronounce it the wrong way over and over, please let me know. Don't suffer in silence. I, I want to know these things. And then the last thing that can kind of drive me crazy with certain podcasts is when the host or several hosts are very stiff and unnatural. So, and I mainly mean this in this way. I used to listen to a true crime podcast that was pretty well known and it was two hosts, but one of them was always the one that did all the talking. So this host would read the story that they were talking about and literally would read it. Like you could tell it was just in front of them. And the only contribution the other host made was to go, wow, really? That's wild. Oh, that's crazy. And I just, it drove me crazy. <laughs> it drove me crazy. <laughs> because they just, I mean, I could read what they were doing on Wikipedia. So those are the things that just kind of keep me from enjoying a podcast. And so the podcast that I'm about to recommend to all of you that we're going to talk about don't do any of these things. They do such a good job at being genuine. They're well-researched. They're well done. I just really like them. I do want to say that not all of these podcasts are child-friendly. So just know that some of the subject matter too, you might want to think about that if you're in the car listening. And a lot of the different things that they talk about on a lot of these shows, I may not always agree with. I just think that these podcasts have a lot to offer and they are thought provoking. Okay, so let's talk about these podcasts. first category I want to talk about is true crime. Now, I know that this is not everybody's thing, but a lot of people like true crime podcasts, and I am one of them. I do have some rules for listening to true crime podcasts. The first one is I don't like it when a podcast sensationalizes a murder or seems to enjoy telling you all the gory details, because I do think that we need to remember that these are real people and that terrible things happen to them. So... If the host seems to be too flippant to me or just enjoying it a little too much, that's a turnoff for me. The second thing I can't stand in a true crime podcast is reenactments. <laughs> I can't. If they at any time decide they're going to reenact 
the crime with with actors doing voices, I, I immediately turn it off because no one does it well. Even people who think they do it well do not do it well. I was listening to one of these true crime podcasts and they actually had Helena Bonham Carter on as the person reenacting and it was terrible. Like even Helena Bonham Carter could not rescue what they were trying to do because no matter what you do, it always comes off as, oh no, stop, don't shoot me, bang, bang. Ah! That's what it always feels like to me. So these true crime podcasts are very respectful in the way that they share the story and there are no reenactments. The first podcast is Anatomy of Murder. Anatomy of Murder is really unique in that both of the hosts are experts in their field. So the one host was a former prosecuting attorney. The other one is a former police detective. So they really are able to walk you through all of the ins and outs of a murder investigation, down to the court cases, how the sentencing comes down, all of the evidence that's gathered. So it's just really interesting and it's enjoyable because you always learn something in every episode that you didn't know about procedural events during a crime or a murder. The next true crime podcast is called Criminal. And it is completely different than any other true crime podcast that I've listened to. So the title of the podcast kind of tells you what it's about, but it is about anybody that has ever been labeled a criminal. So some of the episodes are pretty serious and they deserve the label that they've been given. But sometimes these people really don't deserve the label of criminal. And some of them are heartwarming. Some of them have made me cry. Some of them have made me gasp. They're just really enjoyable. The host is Phoebe Judge. She does a fantastic job of interviewing people and collecting the data. It's just really well-researched and it's really easy to listen to. Every episode is about 30 minutes or less. So it's a really quick listen, but I really recommend it. It's just a really great podcast. And then the last true crime podcast I want to talk about is called Tom Brown's Body. And it is about the disappearance and murder of this teenage guy in the small town in Texas. I think it's called Canadian is the name of the town. And it is just mesmerizing. It, you are hooked. And it starts at the very beginning of the story. They interview all of the people involved. All of the suspects are involved, you know, interviewed because of course they still haven't, it is an unsolved case. And I will say this, most of the time I do not like true crime podcasts about unsolved murders because it just leaves me frustrated. But this one is completely different. It, you feel satisfied in, in a wholly different way. But what I really like about this is they keep updating the podcast. Like every time that new information is found, they will update it. And so you keep listening because it's they'll have an update like a couple months later and it will alert you. So stay, if you listen to this podcast, I would stay subscribed to it, even though you've technically finished it, because they have also said that if this crime is solved, which you kind of feel like it's going to be. Um, that they're going to let you know. But it's just a really sad story, but really interesting. Um, and, you know, I have my opinion about who I think did it. And I think you will too. And if you listen to this, let me know because I want to know what you think. Our next category is faith-based podcasts. So I like to listen to a handful of spiritual podcasts and I have some rules about them as well. I really enjoy spiritual podcasts, faith-based podcasts that talk about all aspects of faith. So they're not just interviewing people that think exactly like them and they have some nuance to them. I can't listen to faith-based podcasts where everything is super calm 
and we talk like the tree is planted by the river and a flowing stream that comes straight from the Lord's country. I just, I can't do that. It has to be real people talking about real issues, real struggles, real things that we actually face day in and day out. I want tangible advice (laughs) in my spiritual walk. And so these podcasts, I think, fit that bill perfectly. So the first one is That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs. So Annie F. Downs is a Christian podcaster, author, speaker. I like her for a lot of reasons. I like that she is always cheerful. I just, I've never heard her be anything less than happy, which, but not in an annoying way. You know how some people can be just cheerful all the time and you're like, okay, Sally, I don't buy it. (laughs) She's not one of those people. I feel like this is just genuinely her personality. I like that she is my age. She's also single. So she has a perspective that's a little different than your everyday Christian woman. But I also like that that doesn't influence her decisions on who she interviews and the topics that she talks about. She frequently is talking about marriage. She has all kinds of people come on her podcast to discuss their books, their movies. I mean, there are celebrities that come, people that you would not expect to be on her podcast. She interviewed Jennifer Garner on one of her episodes. So I just think she's a delightful person. Um, I just like her as a person, I think, in general. I think we'd be friends. You, you want to hang out with her. And I think that's the appeal of her show and her as a person, so everybody feels like you could be friends with her. The next podcast kind of goes hand in hand with Annie F. Downs because they're actually on tour together right now, and that is Human Hope with Carlos Whitaker. Carlos Whitaker is really cool because when I lived in Nashville for a very short time, I went to a church where he was part of the music staff. And I just always thought he was such a nice guy. And now his career has really blown up. He is a best-selling author. He has a podcast. He has um, what he calls the Insta Familia on Instagram. And I love what he's doing because if he finds out about somebody that needs help, just any kind of help, he will call on what he calls the Insta Familia, which is his Instagram family, and they will change people's lives. They will raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for people in need like overnight. And I love it so much. And so his podcast is called Human Hope. And he interviews all kinds of people. Right now, they're doing a whole series on mental health. And let me tell you, I listened to his interview with a therapist named uh, Kobe Campbell. And I cried through like half of that interview in a good way. It was very cathartic. I wanted her to be my therapist and I wanted to be friends with Carlos Whitaker. So I highly recommend his show, Human Hope, with Carlos Whitaker. And the last faith-based podcast that I want to talk about is called Ask N.T. Wright Anything. N.T. Wright is a famous theologian and author, and he's really been compared to kind of our modern-day C.S. Lewis. He's very easy to read, but he really gets you thinking about your belief system, what the Bible says about certain things. And it does remind me a whole lot of C.S. Lewis. And so this is a podcast where people write in and just ask him questions. And he's very soothing. He's British. Like you just, it calms me to listen to him. Um, But it's just really interesting. He has a really good take on a lot of different questions and topics. So that is Ask N.T. Wright Anything. Sometimes I love a podcast that makes me feel like I'm just listening to a really good conversation, like I'm a fly on the wall. And I don't listen to a lot of these because they typically are pretty long. Some of the ones that I'm going to talk about, some of their episodes can run upwards of two hours. 
but they're worth it because I think that they're really interesting and they keep you involved. Like they keep you interested. You stay with the topic. So the first one I want to talk about is Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. So this is one that I will say it, it's got a lot of adult themes sometimes and the language can be a little, little dicey and I don't always agree with it. But I appreciate Dak Shepard for a couple of reasons. He is a great conversationalist. I think he's a funny actor, but I think that he has just found his thing. He has found his place in entertainment by being a podcast host. And there are so many celebrities that have tried to emulate what he does on this podcast, and they're not successful. But he interviews all kinds of people. It's not just celebrities. He has experts in all kinds of fields, and they talk about everything. Sometimes it's a little too <laughs> transparent, some of the things. You know, Dak Shepard is just not afraid to tell you what he thinks about everything. Um, his co-host, Monica, kind of sometimes reins him in a bit. But I honestly appreciate his candor and his just, you know, I am who I am. This is what I think. And he's not afraid to disagree with his guests. And it never gets um, really uncomfortable where you feel like they're about to fight. He just respectfully disagrees. And I appreciate that. And I want to add here too, that when he disagrees with people, what I also like about Dak Shepard and the way that he interviews people is he may disagree, but he never makes them feel stupid. He'll just say, you know, he wants to know why they believe what they believe, even if he doesn't agree. And that is a refreshing way of interviewing people. I find in today's, you know, today's society, everybody is just angry all the time. And if you disagree, it means that you can't get along. And I feel like he is not someone that's like that. He can disagree with people and still respect them. And I appreciate that. So yeah, Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. I really like it. This next podcast is what's considered a long-form podcast and that it is one host and she is just talking about a topic for however long she wants to talk. Sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's two, but I find myself completely interested. And so the name of the podcast is Be There in Five. The host is Kate Kennedy. Kate Kennedy also is delightful on Instagram. She just has really great stories. She'll do deep dives into like American Girl doll culture. <laughs> or Mormon blogs, like the Mormon mommy blogs, or, you know, Taylor Swift, she'll break down every song. I actually subscribed to her Patreon feed because I enjoyed watching her review every Taylor Swift song in depth because sometimes that's just what I need. And I feel like she will go down the rabbit hole with me in the most satisfying way. She also asked once for people to write in their most embarrassing teenage moments, and I wrote her an email about how I sang Save the Best for Last at somebody at my high school <laughs> during a, a pageant because I wanted them to understand that um, I was right in front of them and they just couldn't see me, and she put that on her podcast. So if you want to go listen to that episode of Be There in Five, it's called Pussycat Doll, <laughs> and I did not give my name, I don't believe, but it is me. When you heard the story about uh, the Vanessa Williams song, that is me. Uh, Kate Kennedy also has a book coming out next year called One in a Millennial that I just can't wait to read. So yeah, I just really enjoy her podcast and her take on most things. And then the last one in this category is called Funny Because It's True with Elise Myers. So Elise Myers really is one of those normal people who just started telling stories on Instagram and TikTok. The first thing I ever saw her do was tell a story about a blind date that she had 
that involved buying, I think it was 52 tacos from Taco Bell with her own money, and then having to go to the guy's house and watch him eat them with his dad. It's a very long story, but she's the best storyteller. She's so funny. She gets you so involved and interested in the story. You feel like you just want to know what happens next. And so I started following her on Instagram because I just wanted to see her stories. And then she has just kind of climbed up at the ranks. And now she has a jillion followers. She has her own podcast. She is interviewing all kinds of people. Really famous people are coming on her podcast. But I like that she's pretty self-deprecating. She's honest about things. When she gets nervous, she will say, I am very nervous right now. She'll stop the podcast and kind of give you um, what she was going through in this moment when they were talking about things, what she was thinking. So it's a kind of a different way of listening to podcasts because it's just a very relatable interview. I also love that she started this saying where she was like, if I'm too much for you, go find less. And those became sweatshirts and t-shirts. So I actually have a hoodie that just says, go find less because I am a person who I identify with her and that I have a lot of times in my life been told that I am too much for people. And I love that thought. You know, if I'm too much for you, go find less. So if that's the kind of thing that you feel like you could identify with, you'll love this podcast. You know how when you're by yourself and you're watching TV or you're listening to something or you're reading something and you genuinely laugh out loud, that's how you know it's funny. These next podcasts make me laugh out loud every single time. Now, of all of the podcasts that we talk about, these three are probably the ones with the most spicy language possibility. So just please be aware of that because they are comedians and sometimes they get a little little potty mouthed. But the first one is Smartless. So Smartless is hosted by Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. It is so hilarious. They are three of the funniest actors, comedians. They are friends. You can tell they hang out in real life together. And the people that they have on, these celebrities, are just as funny. And so the way that the show works is that one host will always pick the next guest. And so the other two don't know who's coming on and they'll surprise them in the moment with, and today we're going to be interviewing, you know, whoever. But I've been so pleasantly surprised, like Ethan Hawke was on and I didn't realize he was as funny as he is. And he just seems like such a nice guy. You know, they're people from your past or, you know, Ben Affleck was, was interviewed a couple weeks ago and he was surprisingly really funny also. But they're so quick-witted, they, they can, you know, their zingers are just spot on. I love it so much. So, Smartless. It's so funny. The next podcast is Mike Birbiglia's Working It Out. Mike Birbiglia is one of my very favorite comedians. If you have not seen any of his specials on Netflix, you need to go and look them up. They are so good. He is a lot like Elise Myers. And in fact, she had him on her podcast. They're very similar in that they just are master storytellers. But he is probably the best storyteller I have heard when it comes to humor with heart, you know? And so he will tell a story at the beginning of his stand-up routine that you think will not be anything important later, but he'll just keep tying it in to the rest of the routine. And by the end of it, you feel like you've just gone on this journey. And I just really love his stand-up comedy. And so on this podcast, he has other comedians on and they will literally workshop their jokes 
on this ep- on the episodes to kind of hear how comedians come up with their stand up routine. So they'll like try out things on each other. They will talk about their lives. It's just really, really interesting. And some of the things that I'm surprised about are people that you think are always going to be on because they kind of seem that way. These comedians are surprisingly serious in real life and they take it, their craft very seriously. And they are kind of, you know, they're, they're not as funny, you know, quote unquote, as you think that they would be in everyday life. Yet they can turn something on when they hit the stage and, you know, make you laugh until you cry. So yeah, Mike Birbiglia is working it out. And this one is probably the least, I would say the language is not usually so bad in this one. I feel like he is pretty, pretty mild, but sometimes the guests do, you know, drop a couple bombs here and there. So just be aware of that, but really, really funny. And then lastly, Dumb People Town. <laughs> so that's the name of the podcast, Dumb People Town. It's three comedians who have people write in and they will send them news articles about stupid people, <laughs> people that have done really stupid things and made the news. And then they'll also have a guest comedian on every episode and they will just read the articles and talk about the things they've done. So sometimes these are like, you know, they're not not safe for everybody, <laughs> some of the topics, but I will just lose it at least once or twice in every episode because the things these people do, and a lot of them, of course, start with Florida man. <laughs> and so you can imagine. Um, and then they'll do like, they'll, they'll tell the story and then you have to guess what age the person is that they're talking about. And what, what's really funny to me about this podcast though, is that they will reenact between the the three of them and the guest comedian, how they think some of these things went down. Um, Some of my favorite episodes have involved people trying to break into um, a store and they fell through the roof and got stuck. And so when the people came in the next morning, there's a man dangling from the roof. You know, it's it's stories like that. You know, people that ran into a donut sign (laughs) and got, you know, anyway. It's it's really funny, but it's all about people that are just not the brightest. So dumb people town. This one, I will say, let me just warn you, this one is probably the most profanity laden. So if that is something that really bothers you, you probably won't like this. Um, But if you really just want to laugh and and listen to people that, you know, have done things that you just can't believe, then you'll enjoy this. Next, I want to talk about podcasts that just really make you think. These are topics that sometimes they're like documentary type style, but they just make you really pause and consider what you really think about different things. So the first one is The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. This is such a well-done podcast. So the host is actually a former member of Westboro Baptist Church, which, you know, is just a really divisive and um, just, you know, mean-spirited group of people. And this girl used to be a member of that church. She has come out of that. And she has gotten really interested in what happened to J.K. Rowling in the past couple of years. You know, J.K. Rowling has been pretty vocal about what she thinks about um, transsexual rights and all kinds of things. And it's been pretty divisive. People have gotten pretty upset about it. But what I love about this podcast is it's such a fair and balanced viewpoint. 
she actually goes to J.K. Rowling's house. J.K. Rowling invites her to come and talk to her about all the things that are going on. So you get to hear actually from her, her take on all of the stuff. And then the host also interviews people on the other side. So I think it's just a really interesting way to let you make up your own mind and not to vilify everybody involved and, you know, taking sides in a way. So the witch trials of J.K. Rowling, fantastic. The next podcast is called Heavyweight. It's hosted by Jonathan Goldstein, who is a journalist. He is Canadian. And it really reminds me a lot of NPR's podcast, This American Life, which I also love. But it's really just stories about human resilience and relationships. People will talk to Jonathan about how they have one big regret in their life, something that they feel like they did wrong to some, you know, if they wronged someone, they never apologized. Jonathan will sometimes find them and see if they can see if we can get some reconciliation going. Um, or, you know, I fell in love with someone and I never told them that I loved them. And I wish that I had just told them I loved them. And so Jonathan will find those people. So some of the episodes I have cried because they're so heartwarming and satisfying. Some of them have made me really sad because some people, you know, it's very important to them, the message that they want to get to someone. And then that person doesn't even really remember them. And that's kind of hard to hear. But if you like stories about real life people with real life struggles. And, you know, if you've ever wished that you could rectify a mistake, this is a podcast you'll really like. The last podcast in this category is The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. So it was put out by Christianity Today, and it really does just chronicle the rise and fall, just like it says in the title, of this megachurch called Mars Hill, which was pastored by megachurch pastor Mark Driscoll, who, you know, a lot of people are pretty divided about how they feel about him. I know how I feel. I I used to really like him in the early 2000s. I thought he, you know, was somebody who just told it like it was. But I have now since come to realize that most of what he talked about and preached from his pulpit was pretty damaging and wrong. Um, And it really is a story also about a man who probably, hopefully, had good intentions at the beginning and let power just turn him into a a megalomaniac where he just is consumed with power. It gave me a really similar feel to when, as to when I watched the Duggar documentary, you know, very PTSD, like the way that you remember these things that you were taught and you you kind of shudder because you know that it, it wasn't from God, but this documentary is done in such a professional way. They interview so many people that were had, you know, firsthand knowledge and a lot of the leadership at the church. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really, really good, informative and convicting podcast, The Rise and Fall of Marcel. And of course, it wouldn't be my podcast if I didn't tell you about some podcasts involving books. So I have a few that I just really love. So the first one is called From the Front Porch. It is hosted by Annie Butterworth-Jones. Is that not the best (laughs) book-related name? I cannot think of a better name. Um, She is just this person who bought a bookstore in Thomasville, Georgia. And it's really funny because she was a graphic designer. And I actually hired her freelance once to help me when I used to have a blog and she designed my whole blog. And then she went on to be kind of a book celebrity. She has a lot of people that follow her, but she bought a bookstore in Thomasville, Georgia called The Bookshelf. And it has become 
like a must visit place for people that love books. It is on my bucket list of places I would like to visit. It just looks so charming. There's a whole, you've got mail section. Um, she, you know, sells stationery and books and it's, you know, it's just like every book lover's dream. It's like a romantic comedy that has come to life and Annie Butterworth Jones is the main character and I just love it. And so her podcast from the front porch has a lot of people that are employees of her bookstore, they will talk about books that they're reading, that they love. They'll have book um, authors that will come in and will be on the podcast that they'll interview. They have a whole like readers weekends that they like host. I just, I want to go so badly. <laughs> so it, it gives me great jealousy when I listen to the podcast. I just enjoy it so much. And so if you love to hear people that love books, talk about books that they love, this is a perfect podcast for you. This next podcast is pretty well known in reading circles, but if you have not heard of it, it is time. So it's called What Should I Read Next? It's hosted by Ann Bogle. Ann Bogle had a blog that I read for years, but she still has called The Modern Mrs. Darcy. And her recommendations are always spot on. She will tell you exactly what the book entails. She will give you trigger warnings. If you like this, then you like that. It, they're just great. So her podcast, What Should I Read Next, has a person on. They will tell her books that they love and books that they don't like. And then she will recommend, based on what they have told her, the next books that they should read. I have gotten so many titles that I have written down while I'm listening to the, her podcast that I have then purchased the books. And of course, everything that she said about it is exactly what I thought. So What Should I Read Next by Ann Bogle. It's an, again, a book lover's smorgasbord. And just as an aside, am I the only one that when someone says smorgasbord, I immediately think of Templeton the Rat from Charlotte's Web from the cartoon where he's like, smorgasbord, smorgasbord. Every time I have to like sing it in my head or to myself. Okay, I just wanted to throw that in there. And then lastly, I have spoken about this a little bit, but it is a podcast I listen to almost every night. It is called The Sleepy Bookshelf. I have a really hard time falling asleep. I think I've, I've, I've definitely said this before, but I struggle with falling asleep. This is a podcast that you listen to and it lulls you to sleep. But what I love about it is that it is a very soothing British woman reading books and she will read stories like right now I'm listening to Emma or Anne of Green Gables or Pride and Prejudice, or Little Women. But she reads them with wonderful music in the background. And when she finishes a chapter, when you know, and she'll read a couple chapters every episode. And it will just kind of trail off. The music will keep going, and it will just kind of subtly die down. I almost always fall asleep before she is done. And then she will recap what she talked about in the, you know, the next episode. So if you fell asleep before she was done, she'll catch you up on the story. I love it so much. I, I said this before, but I will say it again. I recommend that you move it to 1.5 speed because regular speed is a little too slow for me. And I actually feel like they probably have slowed it down a little bit to make her sound a little bit more sleepy, but that actually distracts me. So I feel like the 1.5 speed is perfect. But when I say I listen to this every night, I really do. It's gotten to the point where when I turn on the sleepy bookshelf, my cat Anne Shirley will come running through the house and jump in bed to go to sleep with me because she has recognized 
she's gotten to where she recognizes the voice. So when they start talking, she's like, oh, time for bed, which is adorable. But that's how much I listen to this podcast. So the Sleepy Bookshelf just helps lull you to sleep with books. And if that isn't a perfect way to end the day, I don't know what is. Right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me again this week. And if you find some podcasts that you like, let me know which ones you liked because I'm interested. Thank you for following and subscribing. And if you have a chance to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to me. It just helps other people find the podcast. If you would like to find me on Instagram, it's super easy. I am at Resting Church Face. I hope you have a fantastic week and let's get together again soon. <laughs>